You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another golf episode, episode five. I can't believe we've gone this far. Um, full house today. Tim's back. Yes, I am. Back from his coaching duties. No golf tournament this week? No, nothing this week. Get a break. We actually have two weeks off, so it's kind of nice to oh, that's nice to get a break. Jackson's back. Buenos noches. Hasn't missed an episode. He's very enthusiastic about I'm this. Just, it feels like I'm just trying to do the He Iron literally Man has nothing else point. to do. <laughs> yeah, no, I really had nothing else to do. This, this is my life right now. And a new addition to the podcast, my brother-in-law and SNU, I'd say, Team player of the year. Well, I would also say green card recipient winner. He got winner. you a green card. Let's just not forget that. He, I mean, he was the biggest setup man. He was the, the biggest setup. Yeah, he's just had his favorite month of Cupid's, whatever it's called. Uh, Mr. Chavin Kami. Hola. Yeah, I guess today's episode we're going to talk about the history of Dornick Hills. And Tim, you took me to Dornick for the first time. We had a blast. However, it was blowing. 35 miles an hour. and <laughs> That's pretty typical, actually. Yeah, and I, I was the assistant coach of your golf team for the day, and also Chad was with us, and Chad was Father team, Chad. Team <laughs> Chad, that's right. Team, team Chad that day, yes, he was. That was a good day. We, we had a lot of fun that day. We did. Hit, hit a few decent golf shots. Um, I hit a few more bad ones than good ones, but yeah, it was pretty fun. We got pulled off the course due to the... We did. We had a lightning, lightning delay. Yeah, yeah, pretty bad lightning delay, too. Man. That was pretty. You've been back and forth there a long time. Mm-hmm. You play down there a lot, don't you? Yeah, we host a tournament there every fall, so we Which, try to go down as much as possible. So, one coming up as well. Uh, yeah, we're actually hosting conference, uh, the Sooner Athletic Conference there this this uh, April. So, um, should be a lot of fun. So, for any, sure. any excuse to get us a, to have a team round down there? We're, oh, we're more than happy to yeah. join. Uh, more than happy to pray over the team <laughs> to, <make it. laughs> to get back to get down team. there again. <laughs> Uh, Jackson, when was the last time you played down there? Oh man, I've only I've only played down there once. Um, actually, take it back twice. Played a practice round down there for a tournament, um, and then played three rounds in a tournament. So you didn't play by yourself. <clears throat> Did not play by myself. So there was not a fifty nine on this. Not a fifty nine. <laughs> no, it was not. It wasn't a fifty six. It was fifty six. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I I played there. I just played there in a tournament, and it was part of. Tim, I don't know if you remember this, but the semester, the spring semester in 2011, we played every single tournament in roughly like the same conditions. Like it was probably 50 degrees on average. The wind was was blowing. Yes. 35 miles an hour every single turn. I wore pretty much like the same three layers for every single round of golf. And we didn't play a single tournament in the same state. state. Every tournament. Yeah, that was the year that we went to Vegas. Vegas Vegas. has snowed on us during the round, which that was the second time that happened. Those two years in a row, but yeah, this we we were getting ready for this tournament at Dornick, and the weather was supposed to be great. It was supposed to be like seventy five because we were playing in like April or into March, something like that. It was supposed to be like seventy five, eighty, and sunny, and it was. But the wind was also blowing thirty five to forty miles an hour, so that that's not the golf course you want to play <laughs> no. with the wind blowing like just your golf ball Especially all over the out place. The south. No. Yeah. Right. And out of the was, north, it, it's probably okay. And it was out of the south. It was bad out of the south. Yes. Yeah. It made number 17, the downhill par three. I think the three rounds that I played, I hit six iron, five iron, five iron. 
and it's what 159 yards with like a 50 foot elevation 59 drop. 59 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. No, it was unbelievable. And I think one guy hit a four iron and came up short in the water. The last time when we went down, it was blowing. It's the same sure I hit a five iron. I hit, yeah, I tried yeah. to chip a six iron, hit it straight in the water, and Chad careered one to like a foot. <laughs> and I, I thought, thought, we didn't I thought go you in. were going to just dunk that thing. I did too, and <laughs> it was a punch four iron um, <laughs> because I'm not very long anymore. That's what happens when you get old. Um, but yeah, I, I thought I made it, and it, it would have been my first. And only ace so far, so I'm still holding out. But what a what a perfect hole it would have been on, like. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's pretty. That would be a pretty it's good pretty story impressive. to tell. Yeah, Except that you'd have to tell people you made a hole in one from 140 yards with a four iron. But <laughs> true. <laughs> um, so I guess before we get into the history of Dornick Hills and Perry Maxwell, uh, current events. I guess the Honda this week. Oklahoma players didn't play great this week. Yeah. A lot of MCs, especially on the Corn Ferry Tour. But Wyndham Clark will finish T11. He's been doing well so far. He had a really mm-hmm. good weekend. Yes, shot four under last round. Gooch shot four under, uh, sorry, finished four over T38, and then Matt Wolf T58, and then everyone else missed the cut, which is weird because that's kind of like their base. Farrell, Tway, that's kind of their base, mm-hmm. and they kind of shit the bed. Yeah. Uh, did you see that somebody on the Honda do you see someone edited in that guy shouted on Tommy's backswing and dropped a video of it to yeah. cause do you see that I've seen so I've seen I've the, seen two videos one I've is after video, yeah seen the video where it's like the guy who's actually there you can hear it after yeah. and then I've seen the video of on the telecast where it seems like he's like right at the top, top of his, his backswing back yeah. and it's like I do you I, see that video I, uh, some guy shouts get in the hole like on the telecast it's at the top of his backswing but he doesn't react to it. He just hits a, you know, he's gonna make, trying to make eagle ability to win. He just hits this huge high right straight in the water. But on the video from a fan, it's like stripe. Then he shouts it. So the telecast were just a little behind with the microphone, so it made it sound like Uh-oh. this. But Tommy didn't react to it. He's just like, well, and there's a bunch. He didn't react a whole lot though. No. He's a pretty like, if we could all act like Tommy on the on the golf course, swing it like Tommy would be thrilled. I mean, I'll take his trip. hair at this point. <laughs> you and you and me both, my friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you and me both. But then. Corn Ferry Tour, I mean, everyone missed the cut except for Charlie Saxon. Charlie Saxon was T16. Mm-hmm. Had a good weekend. Yeah. yeah. So, Charlie for that. Uh, probably coming on sometime when he's got a break. Uh, that's all we have for golf. Pretty boring. What do we have next week on the golf? Where are they playing? Uh, IPA. Still, this it's, week, it's yeah, Arnold, this week, it's Arnold Hines. Yeah. yeah. And Tiger's out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Tiger's a, yeah, yeah. he's not playing this one. No. Sore back. It, it's back. It's not looking good. Mm. I mean... I mean it's uh, he's I mean he's getting up there in age too but it's like I feel like if he just doesn't want to play if his back's like he could just wake up and he can just be stiff I get it if he doesn't want to play he doesn't want to play just needs to get on the CBD I mean, and he'd be fine he's won the tournament <laughs> what, seven times yeah. I think he's not eight. hurting I think eight right is it eight I think so yeah I mean he's not hurting for a W even though he wants to play I mean Arnold's event is really special but when the players is coming up next week I mean you kind of think he's shooting yeah. for that do you to that point do you think the players is the fifth major or do you think he's not the golf tournament I do. I, I man okay fifth major debate I don't know but I think the players, it's just not the golf tournament the players is really fun to watch because the tournament isn't it the highest like paid tight. winnings though at the players? Yeah, yeah. They're so that's first. why, like, I think for me, I mean, because those guys, I mean, don't get me wrong, they want to win the Masters and all that stuff. But at the end of the money day, talks. you want to make money. Yeah, like, money. You talks, know, so yeah. for those guys, 
that's a big tournament to win because isn't the it's huge the purse is huge yeah. at that event so and i mean it's it's up there too and i mean rory last year even you even heard him say it's like he didn't feel like his resume was going to be complete until he had a players championship yeah and didn't I he mean, win over he got, two million last year just for the players yeah 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 i think yeah i think the winner is actually at two million dollars this year i think yeah. they announce it next week or something like that that's but crazy that's it's nuts. it is nuts for but, four days yeah. For four days. Yeah, that's like, not bad. Yeah. I mean, you got to play good golf. I mean, yeah. But I mean, it always, it always, that tournament is always fun. The last <laughs> couple hours. The green on Saturday. Yeah. The last hour, I think they do commercial free now, which is that I love commercial free golf on Sunday when a tournament's tight. Yeah. Because it doesn't get too much better than that. That's, uh, I, we're not going to get into a TV debate out here because I just can't be asked to talk about it. Because it's we all know it's terrible. It's not, uh, it's not sky golf. <laughs> Can't be asked. Can't be asked. <laughs> yeah. CBA. Um, CBA. CBA. Back to our topic. Um, so Dornick built uh, by the legend Perry Maxwell, par seventy, sixty five hundred and eighty six yards from the back tees which it does not feel like it's only 6500 yards yeah, you can't you must hate this golf course you can't hit driver anywhere i mean i still hit driver i don't know it's <laughs> jackson he swings i know but like the people especially for someone who can't hit a draw on the third no i can hit a draw it just turns a yard left it yeah, just doesn't so the third you're like i need a seven iron i don't I think honest, i've ever I honestly seen you can't draw. Remember, yeah. i honestly can't remember the third no. like that's that's the thing when i was when i was doing the research on this i was trying to remember I was trying to remember just the the routing of the holes, and like I looked at the scorecards, and I've I looked at the like the oversights and everything. I feel like there's more memorable holes on the back, like starting, especially number nine. Number nine is a really great par four, and I think that should have been yeah. Nine's 18. a great hole. Yeah, I agree sixteen with and you. seventeen are phenomenal holes. Nine's one of my favorites. But I feel like nine, if that was the eighteenth hole instead of the actual eighteenth hole. Yeah. I think it, that last three hole stretch would just be one well, absolutely I, ridiculous. I'd be interested to see if that was the was that the original tee box like the original eight, eighteen. I don't believe because so. ten being one would have been right in front of the clubhouse as well. Yeah, I'm not that's sure. I know fact. that I think like next note the he only built nine holes first, and that's what opened in 1914. And then he didn't finish the second nine holes until 23. Yeah, 1923, which I thought was kind of fascinating. But I mean, this was his first golf course that he ever built. So it's not Yeah, because, I mean, the stats that you've put together, thank mm. you for not working properly and working on this instead. Uh, this pays better, first, right? It's the first, yeah, first ever golf course he's designed yeah, and built. Uh, the land that he used to use is dairy farm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's his land. That was yeah, his, that was land. his yeah. land, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. it was his it's land. his farming land, either. which is pretty awesome. Yeah. And he said, uh, so, before we go to the golf course, I'm going to jump to... Perry Maxwell himself, like so, he was born 1879 in so that's Princeton, yeah, yeah, Princeton, Kentucky, to Scottish parents. That's where he gets his golf from. His I parents know. Are Scottish. Uh, moved to Ardmore. Why would you, of all the places to move, he moves to Ardmore in 1897. Ardmore's in the middle of nowhere. Was Ardmore, I guess, a big town back then? I don't know. I mean, it was kind of booming oil wise, but I mean, he wasn't in oil, yeah. so I, I have no idea. And then he studies classical literature. And works in in the Ardmore National Bank, eventually becoming vice president. Then, so he designed golf courses as a hobby while he was a bank vice, yeah, vice he, president. He just would sketch golf do. courses as a hobby. It's like the perfect training for a golf course architect. He studied classical literature. He worked in banking, 
And then he's like, he's I'm, just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be a golf course architect. But I mean, being born of Scottish parents, there's, there's a little bit of something in there. Yeah. And his design philosophy util- utilizes the landscape and the natural features like geographical cliffs, which we all know that on 16, 16 17, every 16, time 17. I've gone for that hole, I hit the rocks every single time. You just don't hit it far enough. I don't hit it high enough. That's my issue. That's, I don't hit it higher than you do, but I've hit that green in two mm. twice. Well, we're not going to get into a debate. No. <laughs> I'm glad there's no the video of this podcast. 17. Uh, so geographical cliffs, large greens with contoured swells known as Maxwell rolls. I wonder if you Googled Maxwell Rolls, what would come up? I'd be afraid to Google I was going to say, I'm not Googling that. <laughs> not, not in my office. <laughs> Pretty much uh, if you're Googling anything with like, unless it's like Swiss at the beginning of Rolls, yeah. I'm scared to see what that So he designed nearly, nearly 75 courses. So I'm... Why 70? Why nearly 75? Did he design there like were, 74 and three holes? And No, because there were some courses that he... Would get brought in to do just kind of like either green renovations sure. or he would redesign a few holes or just design a few holes on the course instead of do a complete. Yeah. So that's why it's nearly 75 because he's got 75 listed. And another thing that I've found really fascinating of the 75, a lot of them like don't exist anymore, which I thought really? was really, yeah, there are so many golf courses, especially in Oklahoma that do not exist anymore. I was that I found that hmm. super fascinating to see like what these golf courses would have looked <laughs> like because I mean a lot of them have been gone since like yeah. the 50s, 60s, 70s. And yeah. was, I was it's kind of a bummer because it's like I mean he was arguably like one of the most like celebrated golf course architects in the history of golf. Right? Did y'all uh, know about him? Pretty well. I mean, no. Uh, Gol- never- I mean, golf course. Our like level of golf fandom back home is nowhere near the level of golf fandom in the states really yeah like i came out here and i'd have a conversation with with a guy that we go play golf in arizona with and he could sit and spout and talk about golf course architecture and designers and fazio designed this and all the rest of it i'm like looking at him as if he's speaking chinese i have no care in design golf course designers at all is that just you or is that like culturally That's culturally as well we just like you just get out there. Every, you, well, because and also every, see it. Like, every you golf like, course changes every single day. Yeah, I was gonna say. It. I just yeah. Yeah, think of the courses back there have been around for two hundred years. Too. You know, like, like, yeah. you're like, who is that architect? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. and like nearly eighty percent of the Lynx golf courses in the UK were designed by old Tom Morris. So it's pretty like, much, yeah. You, there's not a whole lot of diversity. Yeah, but yeah, the man, the man could do it right. I don't know. It, that's kind of that's a good question. That's weird though. I don't know why we're like that. Okay, I don't. I wasn't really, I don't know. None of my friends could be able to spout off like, oh, this person did this and designed all these courses and they have no, like, uh, it's weird. Hmm. But and I come out here and everyone's like, oh, this guy's a golf course designer. He did all these, 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 and these. And I'm like, whoa. That's By the a way, lot. like, that's a pretty cool job. Oh, golf yeah. course designer? Yeah. I yeah. mean, because we've all gotten bored and you're like, oh, man, I wonder if, what I, if I could draw a yeah. golf course. Like, no we've all books done. full. Yes. No books full. I love the ones where you just like the Lynx golf courses where they just build a tee box, build a green, and then just shave some ground, and there's your golf course. That's St. Andrews in a nutshell. <laughs> but some of the courses in Ireland, too. Yeah. But I mean, that's, 
That's I don't the like cool the thing. manicured fairway, like the, the typical United States the state style golf course. Yeah, Water, like, huge fairway bunkers, which aren't, you know, I mean, they're just beaches. They're not like bunkers with faces. Yeah. I love like and you golf like courses which way better? The I like, like the other way better. Home better? Actual architecture. Like, route, you have to route your way around a golf yeah. course, like Dornick, not yeah. half an hour. Well, that was like something that Perry Maxwell, like, and I read this a while ago, but I guess like his wife died at an early age, like, so through depression, he went to like Scotland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of appendicitis. Yeah. Did yeah, you really? She died of appendicitis. I think it was like 1919. So Christian was, almost died of appendicitis. Yeah, so yeah. He went to like Scotland times, and was depressed and. That's when he was like looking at courses and saw how they used like the earth to hide holes and stuff like that right. and use what the earth kind of gave you instead of like clearing land like we had in the past. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'm just going to use some, that. You kind of see that on like 16 yeah. and 17. And but let's be honest. I mean, here, especially in the west side of Oklahoma City, like there's not a whole no, lot it's of flat. I It's mean, flat. No, we're yeah. pretty flat up here. So I mean, if you go to yeah. Tulsa and stuff like that, you definitely yeah, have some totally hills. Different. But, yeah, totally And even the east side, like if you go yeah. east of I-35, yeah. I mean, you look mm-hmm. at Twin. I mean, yeah. Twin's got... Some undulation too, mm-hmm. yeah. so. so so notable golf courses he designed. So he designed Twin Hills, yeah. which is beautiful. Southern Hills, beautiful. Jimmy, which has been obviously redone a little bit, but did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Muskogee Country Club, haven't played there. Hillcrest, which is a web event, right? That's up in or Bartlesville. What? No, that's but, up in Bartlesville. Yeah. Wasn't that a Corn no, web event? No, Hillcrest? that's an Adams event. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go, that. Uh, and then the wonderful Lake Hefner. That like still blows he got me bored away. there, didn't he? Yeah, that was he got bored. <laughs> he he needed an extra hundred bucks to make it to the finish line, Cause Cause and was, he was like, "Yeah, I'll do it." Yeah, I think he finished it like two years before you ended up passing. Yeah, yeah, let's like, use the was, land. He just wanted the name on yeah, that. Yeah, just using the land. Yeah, give me a stupid amount of money, and you got my name on this. Uh, Lincoln Park East, which again, very hilly. Yeah, that was the co-design. Um, yeah, with Al, not Alan Jackson. <laughs> I can't. I can't remember. Can't Who, remember where person. is Cherokee Hills? Because that was one of his. That's, that's, that's in Tulsa. That's Katusa. Yeah, that's where the Hard Rock Hotel yeah. is. Did right? he design just the front nine? Because the back he was nine is pretty. Because it used to be a nine hole. Yeah. It was actually mm-hmm. like ranked one of the nicest nine holes in the state at one point. Yeah, maybe even in the nation. And then you could definitely because like the front nine is really long and like. And then you could definitely tell they squeezed the back nine like tens. Yeah, you can get three wood there, and it's a par four. You know, so. Yeah. Uh, and then he designed Oklahoma City Golf Country Club, which yeah. I haven't seen the redesign yet. I want to go out there and see what, what I, I heard can do. from some of the pros there is like they're trying to take it back to. I hope so. Because they, you know, over time things switch. You sure. know, they, by mow lines and stuff like that, the grass yeah. changed. So I guess they tried to get it back to more of the Perry Maxwell ish. Mm-hmm. Like taking some bunkers out where there wasn't, and, yeah, and whatnot. I mean, you so. can even see that just by driving on Sixty Third, how they they took out some of the bunkers and moved yeah. them. I mean, yeah. yeah, you can go be be driving Forty Five down Sixty Third, and if you've driven it often, you notice there's a there's a massive there's yeah. a huge I mean, and they, yeah. and they cleared out a lot of the trees too. But I think the key thing on that was they found the original blueprints. Which uh, I mean, that's it's huge. But yeah, that I mean, that was a golf course in doing the research. I mean, I worked there, and I didn't even realize that that, yeah, he, I had no idea. that he co-designed this with Alistair McKenzie, arguably another one of like mm-hmm. one know, of the top. We all know yeah. Alistair McKenzie's most famous one. Yeah, which is also on the list for for, uh, his, for Perry right, Maxwell. Yeah. He he was part of a redesign there. He he teamed up with Alistair McKenzie for five for five courses, um, and Augusta National is part of part of one of the redesigns. They brought him in to. 
do the greens and the coolest thing, his biggest contribution to Augusta Nationals, he was the one who convinced him to move the 10th green mm-hmm. further down. Yeah. So the 50 yards down. So that's why that bunker that's in the middle of the fairway uh, used to be the green okay. side bunker. So now that's why it just looks, that's one of the prettiest holes in golf for one of the most yeah. useless bunkers. <laughs> Cause I've, I've only yeah. seen one player in it and it's just because he punched out and he punched out yeah. too far and hit it in the bunker. Great but job, it's, caddy. It's, I mean, he made, You're fired. Give me that back. Right. <laughs> give, me the, give me the local like that, the way. That's one of the coolest things. Like, I mean, he convinced him to move that green. And it's, I mean, I think Ben Crenshaw even said that's arguably one of the best golf holes in the world mm-hmm. in the history of design. Yeah. It's like, that's, that's huge. And then. But why do you think they didn't fill in the bunker? I don't I mean, because most. It just looks good. I mean, it does look good, but I mean, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> the maintenance crew is like, "That's one stupid bunker. <laughs> <laughs> we have to rank that thing every day." Because they were too lazy to sod this stupid thing. <laughs> it's like the one they put in on nine in Oklahoma City that nobody ever hit it in. Yes. And they finally took it out. <laughs> I think, and I think too, the tee used to be further up, so I think it may not have been like in play off the tee, but it was still something you kind of had to think about. I can but, see that. I mean, it's still it's. Aesthetically, like I love. Oh, it's I a, love looking. It, it at looks that so hole. good, especially from like the green back up the hill. That's awesome. That's I love that shot. Hitting off a downhill slope to like a kind of uphill green. Oh yeah, that runs Happy away. Like, yeah, thirty yards. And if you miss it left, you're done. You're done. Bye bye. And if uh, you miss it right, good luck too. I mean, yeah, Maxwell rolls. Maxwell rolls. There it is. Talking about of Augusta, who who have you got this year? Who's your pick? Honestly, I, I'm. I gotta lean. I gotta lean to Rory on this one. That's Rory's my guy. I I kind of I want. Did you say the same thing? I thought I was the only one. I was like, I, nobody's gonna pick no, him. Yeah, I, I think I, it's his year. Or and Brooks is really wearing on me lately because oh throw you god, no, that that would be literally the worst thing that could possibly happen. That was uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, I wanted Tim Bryson. I wanted some George oh, Spieth or. Ricky Fowler. You think Spieth could resurrect himself Spieth? and come back? No. I'm, I, was I think ta- Spieth's on the corn fairy next year. One. Oh. <laughs> you're the read one. <laughs> oh, what you say? I think Spieth might be on the corn fairy next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He's got a few exemptions. but <laughs> just, just, I think just, he'll be okay. Few, yeah. few advice. Yeah, he'll be at the AT&T. That's only it. a four-time major champion. No big deal. Yeah. But, yeah, Rory... I mean, I said it. I think I said it on the pod either last week or mm-hmm. I think he's couple only weeks three ago. Times hot at that, huh? Is he only a three-time Spieth? Yeah, twice. He's got he's got one of each no, except for the yeah, PGA. Yeah, so he's three-time. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I, no, I, I, I was talking. I, I won't get invited I, back I, because yeah. I'm auditing people. <laughs> I was, no, I was thinking of the John Deere. <laughs> yeah, so I four, mean, four championships. Yeah. I mean, the John Deere is the fifth major. Let's be yeah. honest. The players is not the John Deere is. Yeah, but. Yeah, Rory's. I wish y'all could see Timmy's face. <laughs> and by the way, Chad, who's your message pick? I mean, my heart says Ricky, but it's never gonna is happen. He, is he gonna be a guy wearing red and black on Sunday? No, oh, no. I, I mean, heck, Tiger can't even stay healthy. Patrick Reed has been told not to wear that ever again. So no. Notice that he wore all black in Mexico. Yeah. I mean, Dia de los Muertos. I think. I think Brooks. Now that he's lost number one in the world, mm-hmm. Brooks talks a lot, but I think he also wants to back it up. And I, I mean, yeah. did you see his three putt? I mean, to like know, three feet. No, no. Oh man, I mean, did today. we all see uh, Tiger's four putt? I mean, so, <laughs> so I mean, I just, I think Brooks is going to be tough to beat. Yeah, 
Because be... we all know he shows up for majors. Yeah. He does. Well, it's an even year. He so drives his brink trucks to majors. Yeah, it's true. Bubba may win this year because it's an even year. Yeah. Who's your dark horse? I mean, we talked about our favorite, but like, if you had to pick a dark horse, a guy that like I say dark horse, but he's been up there, been up there a lot. Mark Leishman. I mean, I would say he's a considered a dark horse. I mean, yeah, yeah. I would Westwood's say. gonna finish top five. Anthony Kim, Lee Westwood. <laughs> 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 hey, coming back. Hey, he's coming back. The belt buckle. The legend yeah. lives, man. Honestly, this this could be kind of sneaky. I'm maybe like a Patrick Cantlay. Mm. He, the the, the light would consistent. go before he could finish his final <laughs> round. The man, the the man is consistent as can be. Justin Rose always plays well there. Yeah, he does. But I mean, I, he's played what? well there so many times. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's gonna be if he does win eventually. It's gonna be like a Sergio situation where mm-hmm. it's just he's played there so many times, played well so many times, finished in the top four so many times. It's yeah. gonna, it's gonna be. Like something miraculous. I'm trying to think who else done well. Okay, though. so my dark horse, and I'm going to get ripped for this, and that's okay. I would love to see Poulter win. Oh, I would too. I think yeah. I love Poulter for 51 weeks out of the year on Ryder Cup years. I think he's great. I mean, he's polarizing. I follow him on social media. He's a great follow on social media. Yeah, he seems yeah. to be a great family man, dad. I care more mostly about that stuff than I do, Yeah, you know. Your antics on the golf course. I mean, yeah. can he be a little whiny? Sure, we all can though. I mean, do you think this? He also year... has the shanks, which we can all relate to. <laughs> hey, hey Webb Simpson did too. Okay, Cup. Did you ever hear that story that between him and Tiger? No. I guess after the match, they you know they lost that day, and I guess, this was like on a documentary, I think. And which Ryder Cup? Allegedly, oh, the twelve, maybe. No, no, it was definitely after that. It was. They won in 14, was right? It? No, they, lost. no they, they, won they won in, 12, in 16. Right? 16 was at... 12, 12 was the... Uh, 12 was Medina. Oh, that, so that it was, was 14. The greatest one. It had to be 14. It was the year they lost because they're in the locker room. This and I don't remember what hole, but like he shanked it straight right, like almost France. to the tee box. Yeah. Clint Eagles. Eagles. Almost to the tee box where Tyra was walking up and nothing was said during the round. Like nothing was said. He just walks up there, gets clubbed, hits it on the green. Tiger hits his shot off the tee box. Nothing is said. And... You know, they just got their butt whooped. They're in the locker room, and Tyler looks at him and goes, Hey, Webb, what happened on eight? And, like, they just both started dying <laughs> laughing. Like, so, no, it was... Oh, man. I don't know. I mean, there's... That's the thing about golf right now. I was like, I mean, there's always... You know, for the longest time, it was Phil Phil and Ernie and Tiger and mm-hmm. VJ. But you have so... Even the young guys. I'm not saying, like, a Victor yeah. Hovland or a Matt Wolf or a Colin could win the Masters, but... Well, did I you mean, see that I mean, stat this year? I wouldn't put past Mark Howell. Oh, yeah, more Mark Howell, ca- he's an ATM. He's oh, cashing yeah. checks every week. I mean, I want to be his caddy. <laughs> that is easy money. Like, here's an 8-iron. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of Hovland real quick, or not Hovland, Hovland, uh, last week we were talking about, I said it's like I didn't know if it was an exemption into the Tournament of Champions you get an invite to the Tournament of Champions, but you don't get a Master's invite for his Puerto Rico Because win. of the sanctity. Because it wasn't... It was because a, it was because an opposite, opposite yeah, field. Opposite, yeah. So it's like, we said he did, but he doesn't. And I was like, oh, that's... I mean, he may end up getting there eventually because I think he has up until the He's, match play to get to get top 50. So Yeah, what did he move up to after the win? I think he's maybe like 65. 
Okay, but this weekend sure didn't help. Us. So <laughs> the stat no, that was no points this weekend. <laughs> the stat that was on the PJ Tour posted today said four players aged twenty two or younger won on tour from eighty five to two thousand. So in a fifteen year span, yeah. four players, five players uh, aged twenty two or younger have won on tour since July. It's I mean, how well, good is that? I mean, you had a rookie that won at the at Honda. I mean, or yeah. he was the rookie of the year last oh, year, yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. he's second year. So you know and. Golf world, yeah. he's 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 a yeah. rookie, and you this, know. So. Yeah, he was a he's a rookie, but this was his fifty third start on the PGA Tour. Who's that? Sung J M. Oh, he that dude plays. Is, uh, guy, he plays almost plays every event that he yeah. could. It's like, but still. Well, did you like, hear what he said though? Uh huh. He said, "I just don't know how many, how long I'm going to get to be out here, so I want to play as much yeah. as I can." Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't you? I yeah. Mean, if I mean, you've got the energy and the stamina to do it, like when he doesn't have a home base, right? No, he, he lives got into it last week, and he lives. Him and his his mum and his dad travel with him, travel, right? Yeah. And they really? just yeah, he just goes hotel to hotel. Yeah. So then if he has an off week, he just goes to where he can find. He know, goes to the next stop that he's going to play. It's worth it. Yeah. I mean, it's worth. That's crazy. It's worth yeah. for him. Obviously, he yeah. won rookie of the year last year. Won a tournament at Honda. I mean, that's big deal. One birdie and seventeen, fifteen and seventeen is eight. Yeah. Yeah. Billy big, Billy big balls. That is. Yeah, did, you see, did you see what? Uh, did you see what McKenzie did walking off? McKenzie Hughes did walking off fifteen. No. He just he hit, so. M hits the shot. It goes to like twelve feet, but the line that he took was right at it, and he had like five yards of green to work with over the water. Yeah. Kinsey Hughes just walks up, and he just like puts his hands underneath, just like he's, he's like showing the big balls, just walking up. <laughs> they got a they, like NBC got a shot of it, and it's just been going around today. It's like yeah, that perfectly sums up like, how you needed to do to go through the bear trap to actually win. So back to uh, Mr. Maxwell and Dornick. He also, I guess. Uh, design hard scrabble. That's what I was thinking. Was in Portsmouth. Portsmouth. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. a that's, that's a, a corn ferry tournament. And then Prairie Dunes, which I haven't played, but it's supposed to be amazing. Mm-hmm. I haven't played. Prairie You've been up there yet? Mm-hmm. Supposed to be awesome. Uh, Colonial. That's one of his. Fort Worth. Yeah. yeah, that's a great place. And then says redesigned or part of renovation. Pine Valley that, National that Golf Links, <laughs> Maidstone, Marion. Whatever that was, how do you say that? Sarkin Valley. Sarkin Valley, Cypress Point, Austin Country Club, Brook Hollow, Augusta National. It's not a bad group of golf courses. Isn't Cypress is Point it? like ranked the prettiest course in yeah. the world or yeah, something like that? that? Yeah. I mean, it's, it used to be in the rotation for uh, uh, the Pebble Beach. The mm-hmm. tournament used to be, I think, Cypress, Pebble, Spyglass, and then they put Poppy, Poppy Hills, Hills in there. Yeah. So now they play, I can't remember what the. Monterey Peninsula Country Club or something like that. Yeah, they but. play Monterey Spyglass. Yeah. Uh, or they don't play Spanish Bay anymore, do they? No, not Spanish no. Bay anymore. Yeah, I think it's just Monterey <clears throat> Spyglass and Pebble. Yeah. It's not but. a bad group of courses to be affiliated with, no. is it? Yeah, it's got a pretty good list. Like pretty decent resume. Those those aren't going to be those aren't uh, in worry of closing anytime soon. No, I don't think. Right, like Marion Pine Valley National Golf Links. I mean, he basically just designed golf courses that can host major championships. That, yeah, I mean, before that was even a thing, so it's like, it's not like the Chambers Bay, which I mean, there's nothing wrong with Chambers Bay, but it's, I mean, he designed golf courses that stand the test of time that people go back to, and there you still have a challenge for the yeah. most part. Except the thing the ones that's that are interesting not to me yeah. is you got to think when he was designing these courses in the 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s, like we didn't have the technology. Nobody knows had. who he is. Yeah, like well. yeah. I mean, we didn't have the technology that we have now, and like Blake was saying, like. 
every course, you know, yeah, they might have linked in a few holes, but right. every course has stood the technology test. Like, yeah. Yeah. it's not like they've shrunk, you know. Um, so that's something that you got to kind of applaud yourself on that's, too. So, I mean, because now instead, of, like, if you think about Dornick, for instance, there's a lot of boxes you're saying to him earlier, like. You can't even hit driver off of now, so you're hitting yeah. Yeah. iron or three wood or I mean three is so. perfect example. Yeah, absolutely three, five. And that's the specific seven, thing seven. about Dornick Hills too is that you can you can hit the fairway, but you can still have a terrible angle. Well, yeah, you hit the right the side green. of nine in yeah. the fairway. You're in the trees. Exactly. Yeah, you have to punch. Yeah, yeah. Like and you're on the fairway. It's, yeah, it's a golf course where you almost have to look at where the pin is on the tee box. Mm-hmm. And then you figure out what side of the hole you need to be on before you even hit your tee shot. Well, I mean, like we were talking about, a lot of those tee boxes, you can't even see the green. Like you, yeah. You're playing mm-hmm. blind from the tee box, yeah. which, I mean. That's that's his, like, that's what he's known for is, like, yeah. not being able to see the What's green. your favorite hole in the golf course? At Dornick? Yeah. Oh, man. God. I'm a big fan of 15. Yeah, it's uh, it's not off the cliff, but Signature it's an elevated box. Yeah. yeah, dog leg left. You kind of have to hit it past the tree, and mm-hmm. you got to hit two good golf shots. I mean, yeah, you're gonna the have wind blows. Yeah. You can't see that pair. Yeah, I mean, you got to hit a couple good golf shots to to get home. You know, it's yeah. par five or par four, so you have to hit two good golf shots. Give yourself a chance at birdie. You know, yeah. so I mean, everybody's gonna say seventeen. I mean, well, it, nine, nine is one. I, yeah, I, nine, I, I love nine. nine. I actually yeah. love the first hole as well. Yeah, I that is the I, I tell people this all the time. A lot of times you. Go to a golf course, you hit range, the architect's like, hey, welcome to such and such course. Here's one. It's 100 yards wide. Hit driver and swing as hard as you want. Welcome to Dornick Hills. Perry Maxwell said, no, you're coming to my house. Welcome to Dornick Hills. Here's the first one. 20-yard wide fairway. You can't hit driver because there's a pond. OB right. Also slopes from right to left. Yeah, I mean, you you have to hit an iron, which then means you're hitting a long iron into a green with water still left and OB right. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the hardest first holes of any course I've ever played. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. It's yeah. I think nine's my favorite hole. Sixteen's yeah. a great hole, but I mean, sixteen's a signature hole. But it's like nine. I I love the way it's designed. Yeah. Like I mean, I love dog legs to the right, just because I can step up and hit cut. But that's a golf course. That's a hole specifically that makes you, that makes you kind of figure out where you want to be off the tee. But also the second shot. I mean, you have the big bunkers to the right, and I mean that green mm. is. I don't think it's necessarily three tier, but it has a couple of swales in the middle that kind of separate those areas of the green to make it three distinct areas and it's it's great and i mean it's the backdrop of the clubhouse and everything the big hill like that slopes up to it that's it's it's just a pretty golf hole but it's a it's a really difficult it's a really difficult golf hole but you can if you hit the right shots it's not too bad yeah, yeah. timmy's gonna have to get us back down there because i can't remember a whole, a whole <laughs> lot of those holes. Just I, mean, I know i had a whole lot of shots out there so yeah. hey you got your handicap up for your writer cup it was a, yeah. yeah it was a good um it was a good handicap patter we need to get out there before april when yeah I for you guys that don't know when you play with chad and he's trying to get his <laughs> handicap up there's no such thing as give me's and he always wants to play from the tips yeah. even if it's blowing 100 degree, 100 miles an hour outside I mean, but like, it's 35 degrees yes here's the thing if, if i'm gonna shoot 85 i mean i want to at least say it's 85 well, for the tips what, but what's, I mean. fu- what's funny is when we played at oklahoma city and it was blowing 85 your actually handicap was going to go up more if you actually played from the blues oh, rather than played from the blacks. Yeah, it does so. every time. But it, there's still a little sense and pride. Like, I still think I ought to be able to play better. Than I have zero like, pride. Small victories like getting across the water on nine. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah. we won't bring that up. But, I mean, one of us in this room, <coughs> Tim, uh, <laughs> couldn't make it up. 
couldn't make it over the the, uh, the pond on nine. When you're when you're when your peak height on your driver ends up being like 150 feet. Yeah. It's a little tough. I'm glad you brought that down now. Have you brought that down? See, I need to play with you. I, I, mean, it's I, I can hit it lower now. Okay. If I want, you know. Tim's best driver is off the deck. Oh, <laughs> not even a question. Like, that, I mean, like, my driver off deck, like, height is still higher than a lot of people it's off the seven tee. It's, kind of, it's yeah. kind of impressive, honestly. <laughs> and it spins like a 700. Yeah, yeah. I, it gets a little ro- rotation there. Mike, what's so. your favorite hole at Dorn? Nine. In nine? Yeah, I think yeah. nine. I just, yeah, just anywhere, even if you don't, I mean, bang it up the left. If you're in the fairway on the right, you've got to hit cut. The green's huge. Uh, run off to the right. If you're in that front right bunker, it's not fun. If you're long or left, that pitch down the green is miserable. Yeah. So what hole do you hate? Hole. Like, what hole do you stand on that box? Like, let's just get through this hole with a par and move Three. on. Three. Three? Yeah, I just... If that one... Oh, actually, no. I don't like four or five. So you don't like the par three uphill? Don't like four. Five. Yeah, I, and I five know. is funky. Five, I just need a line. Yeah. I would like to hit driver every day. I just don't know where I'm going. Because yeah, it's just straight down yeah. that dog leg. Yeah, I can see but that. I don't think I have a problem with any other, any other hole. Hmm. Four is just... I, I mean, you're hitting a long iron into an elevated green. Good yeah. luck. Yeah. <laughs> the one, the one thing I remember about What's this golf about course that? the most. <laughs> yeah. that, right? The one thing I remember about this golf course the most is that I don't know if it was just at the time or if this is always, but like the sand in the bunkers is the heaviest sand that I've ever yes, played in. It's it like still is. It's like mud. Yeah. Like I remember hitting it in the bunker like three or four times that week, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure I only got out in one shot once. Like that was that's, just, what, that's why I don't like fours because there's so much sand in that front right bunker. Yeah, it was, it <laughs> like was just back miserable. left pin front right bunker. You're not getting it over that slope. Yeah, it was just that was just that was a miserable experience. Yeah. It was not fun. So the name Dornick comes from Gaelic meaning small rocks. There's not a small rock on sixteen. That's no, that's a, a big rock. rock. <laughs> they must not but, have seen that rock before they they made yeah. up the name. Um, but it says since thousands of small rocks were unearthed and moved off the property. The natural rock faces that were too large to be moved were incorporated into the design of the course. For example, the 16th hole, which yeah. is just a giant cliff of just, <laughs> yeah. you know, people should be running on the golf course, scaling it for climbing competitions, not playing oh, yeah. golf there. And it's, at and least I've hit it's it nice. many a time with my golf ball. And at least it's nice that it's relatively like flat to where if you hit, you know where it's going. You just hope it doesn't hit hard enough to go into the pond on 17. <laughs> But yeah, I've seen plenty, plenty of guys in the yeah. rounds I've played there hit, hit the wall, walk down, hit it, barely carry, comes back down and rolls. Yes. And when it gets firm, kicking the nuts. That it's, yeah, it's not. It's not easy. Um, this is a fun stat. First Oklahoma golf course with Bermuda greens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and actually, they, they, I think they redesigned 2016, them. 2016, they added, turn, they put them bent. Yeah. yeah, and I think, I think it was the, they put in Bermuda greens. So yeah, first Bermuda greens. But I think I even read that it was the first golf course in Oklahoma with grass greens, because it used to be like the sand and oil greens. Sand and oil, yeah. Really? So it's like that was yeah. the first one with actual I can grass see that. greens. Yeah. So I uh, found that it's like when it says on here, too. first Oklahoma club affiliation with the USGA. Yeah. Hmm. It was the first one. I That's think a pretty good stat. For like six years, they were the only club associated with the USGA in Oklahoma. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Because it, ha- it hosted... Go ahead. I do like the approach shot on 12. I'm looking back. I'm finally, I'm 12, cheating here. 12, 12, it's 12. Just, I mean, one, it's yeah. a shorter part four, but it's down the hill. 
Yeah, down the left. Dog leg left down. Uh, yeah, down. I just think that's a. I mean, kind of yeah. tucked back. Yeah, definitely. In the if that pin is like that's front, a that's, that's a, a nasty green. That's though. a nasty green. If you hit that long or short, and the pin's opposite of where mm-hmm. you hit it. Yeah. And then, which is funny because, like, you know, that's a hole that you pound driver and you have a soft wedge, and the very next hole you pound driver, and it's like, oh, I still got two twelve. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay, good. <laughs> that's where we got pulled off the that golf is course. Exactly yes, right. yeah. We uh-huh. just finished out on twelve. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I just remember, I think I had a fifty-six degree or, or fifty-two yeah. or something like that, and mm. I thought, man, there's not too often that you have a wedge in, and you're thinking, this is a good-looking shot. Like, from yeah. standing yeah. behind it, you're like, I'm looking forward to this one here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, hosted the Oddmore Open. Was that the PGA Tour event? Yeah, that, that was the PGA, PGA Tour, Tour event. event. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that was in '52 to '54. Uh-huh. I'd love to see the people who played in that. Yeah, and there the was entry a, list for that. There was a LPGA tournament, the Ardmore Open, that was in okay. 1954 as well. And then the Oilman's tournament uh, since 1963. So is that still going? Yeah, it's like that's their like kind of premier tournament. It's like a club tournament where people come and play in the Oilman's. Yeah, and then yeah. the most one, the most famous one that we know is the Maxwell, which. Is was from '92 to '08, and then did you bring that back? It's it's not. We don't call it the Maxwell, but we brought back a college event there for okay. sure. Which I mean, the one the, the Maxwell they had was a D1 event, like yeah. when Ricky and all the yes. boys were there. Well, and the, the other one that's that they have they still host there is the Red River uh, Shootout or Red River Rock, something like, something like, that, like yeah. where oh, okay. it's the top top Texas juniors and the top Oklahoma like Spieths played there. Mm-hmm. Um, a didn't lot of big name Texas juniors have didn't have they used played to call there. It like the OT junior or something. I mean, it's it's something Oklahoma Texas something. Yeah. So there's a big event, but yeah, they used to have the Maxwell and. Um, yeah, that's that was a huge. It one, was right? a huge yeah. event down there. Yeah, because it ran. I think it. They weren't able to like with scheduling. They weren't able to get enough teams after like 2008, and then they brought it back in 2016, mm-hmm. and then it moved to. It moved to another golf course, another Maxwell golf course in 2017, but it moved away from Dornick. Who was the host there? The Maxwell Foundation. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 I always thought OU hosted that. They might have been like the host school, but I'm pretty sure the Maxwell Foundation always put it on. So, yeah. 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 Haven't you been in touch with them to try and have it back? I have not. No? no. That would be sick to be like to have it. I mean... I mean, he's buried on the land for sure. You yeah, know, him so. and his family, right? Yeah, yeah. there's a family graveside yeah. right By there. Se- seven. The seventh fairway. Yeah, yeah. Which if you can get to it from the back of seventeen. Yes. Yeah. Which if you're playing there or if you've never played there before and you're going there, go there and take the ten minutes, just drive down there in your golf cart. Uh, people yeah, like see drop it. off. There's golf thousands of golf balls there and stuff. gloves yeah. and stuff like that. So and it's not just like a grave; it's like a full yeah, on it's, like it's the whole family burial site. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think he, on the hill overlooking everything. Yeah, because I think he had. I think he and his wife had like four kids. Mm-hmm. So I mean, just big, and they had. I think they had a few kids each too. So it's. I mean, big family. But yeah, it's. It's kind of, it's kind of cool. You don't really see that too often where. Like the architect's buried on one of his golf courses, but especially like the golf course, his first golf course in the hometown where he lived. That's where his family yeah. on his family land. Like it's just that's a pretty, that's a pretty cool story. It's uh-huh. just I don't know. That's that's, one that's of the what I love. It's just things. it's in his backyard. Yeah. Like he just designed a golf course, yeah. one of the best golf courses in the state, on his land in his backyard where he was a dairy farmer. 
Yeah. Got to think about all like, of us in like, his spare time while he was a vice president. Of the can bank. you can yeah. you ask, imagine asking T if you can even just put a putting green? This guy built a golf course. Yeah, like hey, I'm gonna build a golf course in our land. Like yeah, you do I know the cows are up there, I'm but go and do the golf <laughs> it's course. Only, it's only gonna be nine holes. <laughs> I can I can imagine asking my wife for like a little artificial putting green. Let alone I'm gonna build a golf oh, course on our land. Believe like, me, I've, I've asked Mandy multiple times. Like just well, you also have an indoor range in your garage right now. It's just a net, but yeah, it's a range. I've destroyed my mat. I need to get a new one. You need to get Tim the real to question the is the real question is do you, do you club twirl? Always. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if it comes out the middle of the face, you go, you twirl it, you come back, right do you ball, club twirl? Yeah. Okay, so there was multiple times where I just watched Jackson play golf, and I don't know how many times. People from other teams are like, man, he flushed it. He clubbed wrong. I'm like, just wait. Just and you'd see it, like, bounce in the water. And you're just like. It's because you did flush it. It's well, just, I it flushed it. I just missed clubs. Yeah. Flush, it's like flushed it. It may have just slightly been online or yeah. offline. Like, hey, what can you do? When you hit it solid, you just got to you you. feel it. You got to get yourself a little flight scope in there, dude. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, know college just discount spend, on that, don't you? Just got to spend a few hundred Mo has a discount. Mo gets a discount, yeah. We need to get Mo on the podcast to give us some tips. It's on, it's on Mo's the, Monday blog. Mo's Monday, yeah. It's on the list. Shout out Mo's Monday if you're listening. How do you? How can you get? How can you get onto his email list? What is it? You just have to. Uh, this yeah. is Tim's assistant coach. Yeah, this is my assistant coach. You just have to go. It's actually. It's really good. There, there's actually some really good ones. Little swing tips for yeah people that have high handicaps that can't play much, but it's moeswingtips.com. Okay. And you go on there and yeah. sign up and we'll have to have him on the podcast. Yes, we'll definitely do that. So yeah. Great guy. Good guy for sure. When, uh, so when, yeah, when are we going back? When are we going down to, we, def- we need to get down there soon. I mean, Derek does a good job. Head pro Derek Claiborne down there does a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we definitely need to get down there. And does it, does the, uh, does the, when we went down there last, I walked through the clubhouse and I got looked at as if I was a man with four heads because there was a lot of women in there playing poker or bridge or something. <laughs> and it was like I walked through their, you know, their territory. Probably like, walked what in the ladies eating? club and there's like, who yeah, is this? Yeah, what are you doing here? I'm like, I just want to go take a piss, do you mind? <laughs> but I, there wasn't much of a club atmosphere there. Which I'm, which sucks because I'm sure back in the day it would have been like full of all field men. Like I was I'm gonna say, I'm laugh, pretty sure like, in like the 50s and 60s it was, that was probably one of the most sought after right places. Not to that be. It, I mean it's still in phenomenal yeah. shape, but I think in the 50s and 60s when oil was booming, I think yeah. that was one of the most wealthy clubs because it, it's member owned just yeah. like Oklahoma City is you know so but they you pull up like the clubhouse isn't anything special no but, I mean, the not from course. the parking lot yeah side. from the parking yeah. lot yeah. Side. but the cool thing about pulling up in the parking lot is like the course is kind of in a valley yeah Absolutely. so you kind of just you walk in the parking lot and you just see the, it's really it's, it's really kind of got a, I mean the, the back of the clubhouse almost has a little like a cathedral yes. like, to be yeah. able to yeah. see so yeah. like it's just yeah it's can you so imagine well teeing off on 10 with like a full crowd behind you no I mean that would be awesome. It's got a yes. great patio. Great patio where that I mean just overlooks overlooks yeah. nine, eighteen. Is the food any good? They man, their food is actually really good. It is? Yes. They do a really good job. Yeah, Maybe we should do that instead of subway really on the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tim, so when's this happening? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You guys getting hungry this or is an open invite to anyone listening, which is four people right now. They've made it this far. Uh 
yeah, we'll have to get back down there. Tim is very fortunate that his school doesn't have class on Fridays. So <laughs> I don't know how you manage I'm, that. I'm, I'm pretty sure that I can finagle a, yeah. a Friday off. Friday morning tea time at Dornick <laughs> in two weeks. Can, Actually, no, because I'll be running then in three weeks. I can, I can get sick. <laughs> yeah, your boss doesn't listen to this podcast. I got the coronavirus. So oh, I gotta, I sit out. Uh, um, anything else? Do we need to talk about anything? We else? didn't talk about what Zinger. Oh yeah, bring that up because I didn't really see that. Uh, so current I mean, events, and I don't have the exact quote, um, but he basically, in the telecast on Sunday. He said this is a big week for a big, big round, big day for Tommy Fleetwood because, you know, he wants to get it done. Um, and if it does, it'll help propel him forward. If he doesn't, it'll just kind of beg the question of, man, is he ever going to win out here? And and Hicks even said, you know, he's he was a, he's won a couple over there on on the European tour. And then Azinger just kind of crapped all over the the European tour. And Tim, do you have the quote? Are you pulling it? I'm trying to find it. Um, but I mean, in jest, he just he said, yeah, you know, he's, he said, um, these guys know you can win all you want on the European Tour, the international game, and all that, but you have to win on the PGA Tour. They all know that, and I think Tommy knows that. And it's a, it puts. I know I put a little pressure on Tommy, but it is where. But this is where they want to be. Uh, they want to come here and prove they can make it at this level. And then he brings <laughs> this level. Yeah. And then he brings in Westwood too. And he's like, and and he goes, and Lee Westwood knows he's he can tell you, he'll tell you. Westwood's exactly. the king of the seconds. But he's I king mean, of, thing of two to five, you know. <laughs> but he also won like forty something times <laughs> on tour. They can win on this level. I mean, and I'm as American as they can come. But I mean, when you get your butt whooped. Multiple times in the Ryder Cup this yeah. decade, like I think it's you know. Uh, I mean, we need to well, keep you know the, the European about. tour is a, a world. It's not just like Europe; it's all over. The world. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and you know, there's some great yeah. events over there. I, I mean, do the think level though, of golf on the European tour too isn't below the level of the PGA tour. Yes, it's just I, the guys, no, no, no. I, I, it is. I think it probably it is. is. I like, think your top level players of your the PGA top are seventy what? guys on the PGA Tour are better than your top seventy guys on the agree. European Tour. I would agree. Like but fact. I think your bottom half is the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. I would say. I don't know. I, I mean, if think... you take your bottom fifty and you place them against the bottom fifty of the European Tour, I think it, you're gonna. It's you know, which nothing against those guys. We're not playing on it, so I mean, they're obviously way better. Than well, us, I, but... I interesting. This will be kind of controversial, but I disagree. Okay. I, I think the states to Azinger's point, is stacked. But top 20, no. But I think through the ranks, like the European Tour just doesn't have the depth that the the PJ Tour has. When we start getting like deep like to like a full field event, like 156, yeah, I agree are with Are we just you. talking internationals here? Or are we talking no, we're talking here? European Tour. Okay, so you're just... Okay, so which we're is, not, I mean, is fully We're not talking about like the... Which, I mean, a lot of Americans are dual-affiliated, but we're not talking like the... Um, you know, Justin Roses of the world that are... Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like your top 20 on both tours can compete at the same level, yes. right? But yeah. Or top 30 or whatever it is. But I think anywhere you go, like, say you pick, on the money list, you pick, you know, US, what is it? The, the bottom 50 guys. Mm-hmm. Those bottom 50 guys on the US tour would destroy the bottom 50 guys on the European tour. Okay. If they went straight up. Okay. And I just think it's easier to get on the European tour than it is to get on... The U.S. tour. I I would agree with because that. Because I would, I would say because yeah. you see a lot of Americans there's a lot that go over yeah. to Europe 
trying to get because you know it's a good stepping stone to get yeah, on that's European what tour. Did. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Peter you know? Uline, Peter Uline. I mean, he still plays. He carries dual membership around yeah. too. Yeah. So, but it is an interesting quote. I wouldn't definitely have said that in that quote, though, I which I don't know if he meant it that way. Yeah. Context. Like yeah. I, I get what he's saying, yeah. but I don't know if I would voice that. Well, it's also like the, so the the European tour golf course setup. They, they just don't get to the green speeds that the US tour does. Yeah. yeah. So that's a lot of it as well. It's like, I mean, just not, and obviously everyone in the US hits it a lot further, I think. Normally, I say, again, top 20, top 30, they're probably even, but going down the ranks, and obviously there's more money in, in PJ tour. That's yeah. why everyone wants to beat it. Yeah. I that's think why, uh, what's his face? Who was on the No Linger recently? Van oh, Ryan. Gosh. Oh, yeah, Eric he's, Van Ryan. He's trying to come over here, he's yeah. trying to play here. I mean, he's a South. I mean, he had a good yeah. show in this week too. So, mm-hmm. it's I think especially on the European tour, you get a more varied setup, like golf course wise, week to week, than you do on the PGA tour. Right. I think the PGA tour, like when you when you're jumping from like East Coast to West Coast, I think it's taking that out of consideration. Like when you get into like the meat of the season, the golf courses kind of start to melt together mm-hmm. a little bit. You don't really get too much varied setup, but I mean. When you look at the European tour, you can go from playing like Le Golf National in France over to Scotland to play Lynx. Yeah. Then down to England to play like an inland. Um, yeah. And then they go down to Australia. I mean. Oh, yeah. And then you go to Hong Kong and then India and then you go to the Middle East. And it's like there's the golf courses are so varied. I think it's you're definitely well traveled. But I think you get to expand your game a little bit more right whereas in the states you're playing the same style of golf all the times you know what you're playing on you're playing on rock hard fast greens the whole time yeah and you that's just why they're so good over here Mm -hmm. that's why people on european tours don't win as much as they should in the states i was trying to look up to see who like so pat perez was the very last player to keep his full status card he finished 125 last year on the Mm -hmm. the FedEx Cup list. You're trying to see who's 126 equivalent. Who, well, I was trying to see who was 125 on the European tour. To so, we, yeah. I mean, Pat Perez won. Well, yeah. Um, he won over recently. in China, didn't he? Yeah. 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 Like two years ago, the HSBC two. Something like that. I know. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, he won in the fall. And, yeah, and like in the in the reach around season. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you go Pat Perez. I'm taking Pat Perez over pretty right. much. Any it's going to be some tour. unknown European. Uh, one twenty-five or under for sure. Yeah, one twenty-five. Yeah. Right. yeah. So I mean, to your point, Mike, I think that yeah, the depth in the PJ Tour is probably deeper. Yeah. But I think your top, your top load, your top heavy are, are probably pretty. Well, comparable. and also like the, I think in recent one of the other podcasts touched on this recently. It's the the will rankings favors the European Tour more than it favors the United States, like PJ Tour events. Oh yeah. So, like, the European tour guys get more, and that's why a lot of them are in the top 50 for playing in events that fields don't match to the level of points they should get if if it was an equivalent event in the States. Well, and even, like, the world ranking system, like, just touching on that a little bit, I mean, it's... Pointless. It's it's so <laughs> crap. It's so convoluted that like when you look at these WGC events and I know I mean like the WGCs are meant to be like a world golf championship. So I mean not just players from the US and Europe, but I mean you see so many of these guys from like PGA Tour China or the Asian Tour, or Japan Golf Tour that 
I mean, never heard of because they just play over well, there. Well, who is that clown and clown like keep his feet on the ground when he swings? Who's oh, that Sung Choi. Yeah, like, we're not even talking about him. Why is he on the PGA Tour? I mean, because he's sponsors good for entrance. ratings. But, <laughs> but like, that's, that's the that's reason the like, only, he's gone I mean, through. He play, but he's won a reason. bunch of events in China. Yeah. But he's got to the PGA Tour because he's won a bunch of events in China. Yeah, and it's just, I mean, honestly, it's a ratings thing. It's like he's got a ridiculous golf swing. He's Can you imagine drive. losing to that guy? Like watching him warm up on the range, you're going, how is that guy here? And well, then he also, beats you. And you're just like, there's also another, I can't remember what his name is, but this guy warms up left-handed. You seen this guy? Uh-uh. What? Yeah. Did you see that guy? Really it was like it was a couple of years ago. He has his like, and he uses it from like a, not like a baseball like tee ball. It's kind of yeah. hot, like a foot off the ground, and it's like this giant tee. And this guy's just loading in balls, and he's just swinging without stopping, left-handed. Yeah. He wears a cowboy hat. I can't remember. His there, name there been a. Oh, it's uh, Shigeki Murayama. Sh- that's or, or Shingo Katayama. It's guy. one of the one of those. It's not. Guys. It's not Mariam, It's the other guy. Yeah, yeah. Shingo Katayama. Yeah. yeah, he does warm up left-handed. But there's been a couple yeah. of guys who warm up left-handed on tour. And so then they go out and play. I did find who was 125. Is Alexander Levy or Levy? Yeah. Oh, I don't Alex know. Levy. I mean, 24 or 124 is Paul Dunn. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd take Pat Perez over Paul Dunn. I'd take Paul on that one. Of course you would. Like, no, Paul. I'd a, take Paul yeah, on that one. You have a relationship with Paul. But I mean, well, I wouldn't say I have a relationship. I played against him and got my ass whooped. But <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you have a, a one-sided relationship that you just got. That that would be a good game though. That will actually that would be a really good game. Who's like 120 20th or whatever? Sidebar, Alex Levy had Abraham answer. I'd take Abe, I'd take Abe He's answer. He was one twenty on the European tour. Uh let's go. Well he's on both though. Still, I mean Yeah. Alexander Lee, Lee Slatterly was 121. Yeah. Who did any of you know who Lee Slattery is? No. I know the name. Lee Slattery no. probably makes more money from doing promo shoots in golf magazines for <laughs> Galvin Green than he does actually making money on tour. And what's wrong with that? Jamie, just, Jamie Donaldson was 131. Again. That's your boy. I mean, we know who he is he, he only has, because he, of this guy over he, here. He, so. he hasn't done anything since the also 2014 because, Ryder Cup also because winning just, shot. Yeah. Nail in the coffin. That's yeah, the only he thing. Was, he, yeah. He hasn't done talk, since talk about a club twirl. That was a that club was, twirl, yeah. bite the lip, the yeah, point. That point. I mean, I hated Not I hated what that represented, ride. but man. Yeah. Who was, else have you got on that list? Uh, I'm going back over to the PJ Tour so we can compare. Um, so we've got at one twenty four Jonas Blixt. Yeah. yeah. I mean they he crosses over too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um one twenty two is Patton Kazire. One on the PJ Tour. Yeah, he's one. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of surprising. Pangazai is one of the best uh, four rights last year. Do you remember seeing that? Oh, gosh, yeah. The finger, little snap. Just, yeah. <laughs> just straight, yeah, just like was, the little, the little whipping mean, point. Yeah. yeah. That. Oh, that was money. <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize Streb beat Alex Norton for in FedEx Cup. I mean, got nothing for it because they were 128 yeah. and 129, but... yeah. U line was one thirty three. I mean, here we are. We've got a bunch of Oklahomans. There you go. Not getting their full uh, full exemptions into the, keeping their cards last year. Oh, they're fine. They should. They're doing okay they have, this they, year. I think Streb did. Streb win. Did he win the eighteen nineteen season or did he win? No, I think his. Last I think year? it was the seventeen eighteen season. The only thing I remember from so Streb is him putting with his wedge. Yeah. And making it into a playoff. So I played. And then deciding to go use a real putter. And Greenbrier. And lose. Yeah. It's like you keep putting with the wedge. Yeah. So I played against Streb. Um, that's how old I am. But he was he was a freshman my senior year. I played with Streb. Just 
when he was here before he got on the PGA Tour with Heinrich one day at Quail. Was it impressive? As a freshman. Very impressive. As a freshman, I mean, so they play, he played at Evan North. They had their top six that year all got D1 schools mm-hmm. or got D1 offers. So as a freshman, he was in the top five. And we we're like, man, who's this little kid? Got glasses. And he shows up. Kind of looks like Harry no Potter. No gloves. What's that? Looks like Harry Potter. Oh, and he just goes up and I mean, he's a stripe show. I mean, <laughs> and I mean, I am not very big, but I I towered over him, and I was like, "Who in the crap is this little kid?" <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, that's Doctor Streb's kid." Oh, okay, so he must yeah. be an oak tree kid because I mean, but I mean, he was just he putted lights out, and didn't break his putter. <laughs> so, so you mean he wasn't he was a nice boy then he wasn't oh, just yeah, a complete he was, he was the nicest kid but yeah. I mean yeah I mean they had um, Michael Unger he went to Missouri he was a senior Zach Reynolds he was a junior he went to Oklahoma State um, and you went to SNU absolutely yeah, I was the only that's a D1 right <laughs> D2 now D2 now <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. uh Cool. Well, we're about at an hour, and I'm sure people listening are bored right now, so they probably want to go and do something else. Appreciate you listening. Thanks for walking the dog, uh, or thanks for listening while you walk the dog. And how much is the green sphere, Dornick? You would know. It's private. <laughs> yeah. So you can, have, can it, you get on though? Mm, no? no, it's private. Okay. If you want to get on Dornick, give us a call, <laughs> and we'll get you on. You can be our Whoa, fourth string a, pastor. That's a big. Nobody listens to this. Well. If you do listen to it, we might be able to figure something out. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> I'm going to get 50 phone calls. Tomorrow, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do we need to give out to cell phone? We do not need to give out to cell phone. Cell phone number is area code nine one eight. That's about all you need. That's all you need. <laughs> awesome. Well, boys, good to chat. Good to talk about the history of Dornick Hills. If you people listening, you have to go down there somehow. Just figure out how to get on there. Say you're a team pastor of some team, and you might get on. Give the pro a call. Don't tell them we sent you, because then we'll probably won't be allowed back. But definitely worth getting on. Awesome trip down. And what are we talking about next week? Do we know that yet? Do we ever know? No, you're right. Maybe the history of Twin Hills. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Awesome. Catch you next week. Cheers. Au revoir. Au revoir. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.